0: Uh, uh, at this time, uh, all the children, uh, please follow uh, Elder Susan. You go to Hope Kids uh, Gathering downstairs. God okay. is good? All the time? I didn't hear you well. God is good? All the time? God is good? Amen. God is good. This, uh, this week is a um, special week, uh, and, and I don't know if there's any other nation that has a holiday as a national holiday to give thanks to God. And this Thursday, we take time to, uh, give thanks to our God. And, you know, and, uh, and so I think often we forget how that, you know, how the history behind this, behind the Thanksgiving Day. Uh, some a, a lot of uh, I some of you may remember how that the you know the beginning with the pilgrim and when they uh, uh when they had a, a, a abundant harvest 1623 they thank God we, this is sort of beginning of Thanksgiving in our, in our country we forget that how that abundant uh, blessing they gave thanks to God in 1623 was preceded by. A famine and a difficult year before, where about about I think half of the people that came over died of disease, you know, because of sickness. And you know, and we also I don't know, probably also remember 1863 when President Abraham Lincoln um, uh, made a proclamation about the Thanksgiving Day, making it an official holiday. It was in midst of civil war. It was in the difficult times. And in midst of that, our nation, our leaders, declared a day, a time to uh, honor God and give thanks to God. Take a day to give thanks. It is amazing. We are not really a Christian nation, but we have uh, declared a holiday as a nation to stop and uh, thank God. Today we want to look at a very familiar passage from the word of God from 1st Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18. You know, and the title of the message is In All Things Give Thanks. I just like the title itself. 1st Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18. If you have your Bible with you, if you can open it, that'd be great. Otherwise, I also have it up in screen. You know, I used to say, I would love to, I love to hear The sound of the Bible page turning, you know, and we need to make a Bible, you know, Bible app that makes a sound so that we can actually, you know, hear the sound. I think that is one of the best sound ever in the whole world. Let's read, let's look at it together. Before we do that, I want to pray. Let's come. Father, we, Father God, Heavenly Father, we come right now in the great, amazing name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We give you glory. We gather as people of God. And worship you and praise you. Declare that you are our God. We come to meet with you. So as we gather today, God, we ask you to meet with us. Speak to us. Encounter us. Show us your ways. Oh, we love you. We honor you, God. We ask that you'll grant us your truth, your word, your grace, that we may be fully what you call us to be. Live in your grace, God. So use me, God, in the name of Jesus. We pray. Amen. 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 Let me read from uh, uh, New American Standard Bible NASB. Med, uh, uh Sorry, that's just a wrong text. A wrong title. It is First Thessalonians chapter five, verse sixteen to eighteen. Not Ephesians. Okay, that was wrong. I use a template. I just forgot to t- change the, t- the t- name of the book. Okay. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In, in everything, give thanks. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now, let me read in uh, NIV, N- oh, message version. Uh, NIV version first. Let me read this in NIV version, then we will read in N- MSG version, tastier version. Still, I'm sorry that uh, I said the needs to be. 1 Thessalonians Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances I love that translation right there, give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus message translation it says be cheerful no matter what, pray all the time thank God no matter what happens this is the way God wants you who belong to Christ Jesus to live. I like that translation. Don't you? He says, this is the way our God wants us to live. People who belongs to God. This is one of the way, a well-known passage that we know in the Bible. And I know many often we quote this and we today as on, on this Thanksgiving Sunday, I want to hear what God is saying to us. And you know, you know, on Thanksgiving in this season, I mean, we should be giving, we should be thanking God in every time, every day, every season. But we, as we uh, have a special week and a we a day to really celebrate and give thanks, it'll be an amazing, it'll be good, good and right for us to take time, to actually give thanks. And let me begin by asking a simple question: For what are you giving thanks? to God this year? What are you giving thanks? What things are you, as you take time to look and consider, what are you thankful before God this year? This year has have been a difficult year for many of us. We are in the midst of crisis. COVID-19 crisis we are in. You know, and so, some of us remember uh, early part of the year really begun with one of our beloved, one of our friends We've been praying for who was uh, uh, battling cancer, passed away uh, March 30th. It was a difficult time, and we went through the pandemic, and then we went through a difficult season, and in many different ways, along with the racial tensions that erupted in our nation, and you know, and many other as well as political tension we are seeing in our, in our country in so many different ways. We still do not know when this season this uh pandemic season will end. we are inmissible there and this Thanksgiving may be some something sort of different Thanksgiving we usually know as time and families gather we we'll travel to see our families you know and all oh, your families come your family members will come to your house and we have a big turkey and ham and and and, and short ribs and you know and everything else and they are saying we they are it's discouraging us to gather as family. More, no more than ten, right? Is it more than ten? No more than ten, right? So, is it more than ten? No more than ten, right? I believe more, no more than ten. Some of you, some of us, have more than ten in our house already. You a, in a, in a, I remember olden days, long many years ago. I used to invite people to come over for Thanksgiving. You would have twenty-five color students come over to a Thanksgiving dinner with me. No more this Thanksgiving. You have to spend time in your family, and you know, and you by yourself, you know, and m- maybe watching football. I don't know. Even football is no longer the same anymore. With the teams, you know, having virus, so that some of the uh, games being cancelled. Anyhow, it is not the normal season we are going through. It's a difficult season in many different ways. But in the midst of that, God speaks to us. God commands us in everything. Give thanks. In all circumstances, give thanks. Before I go into the text, uh, 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 um, before I go into the text, I need to say something very important. Uh, 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 you know, the verse says, in everything give thanks. It didn't say give thanks for everything. You know, when things bad things happen, we are not giving thanks that bad things happen. But we are in whatever circumstances, in the place we are able to give thanks. It's a little different. Very different. Not a little. A lot different. And as people of God who should know God, who trust in God, in every circumstance, every place, we can. And we are to give thanks. Let me consider this verse. To whom are we to give thanks? Look at this verse again. In everything give thanks. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Here, as you look at the simply one verse here, and who are you supposed to give thanks to? You're giving thanks to our God. One of my favorite hymns, which I like to sing, if I can sing it right, if I have the right beat, uh, the the doxology, Praise God from whom all blessings flow. You know, let me let me sing it. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him, above, the heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. I love it. I can sing it okay without keyboard. When it's keyboard, I cannot follow them. So anyhow. We give thanks to our God from whom all blessings flow. It is a season, God, we We become. We give thanks to God. God who created heavens and the earth. God who forgives us our sins through Jesus Christ. God who is for us. God who loves us. God who delights over us. God who designed us. In 1st Chronicle chapter 16, verse 7 through 9, when Dave, King David set up the, uh, tent of, uh, tent of tabernacle, tabernacle to worship God. This is what it says. On that day, David, uh, decreed for the first time that thanks be given to the Lord by Asaph and his relative, those are the priests. And give thanks to the Lord. Call on his name. Proclaim his deeds among the peoples sing to him sing praises to him tell about all his wondrous works and we give thanks god to god for all the things he has done in our lives we take time to remember and look back and remember in our lives all the bountiful grace and blessings god has given we give thanks So, if you look at this verse, it talks about when we should give thanks. When we should, should we give it? When should we give thanks? I'm stuttering a lot today. Uh, Just to let you know, I had probably six Zoom meetings starting at 10.30 and ending at 11 last night. And my, my tongue is not moving as nicely as I wanted to. Just be a little bit gracious to me this morning, this afternoon. In everything, give thanks. In good, in bad, in difficulty, in adversity, as well in abundance, in NIV it says, in everything, give thanks. And NIV says, give thanks in all circumstances, in all different situations. We give thanks. Give thanks. This is the command: give thanks in all circumstances and. In everything, there's a there's a passage that you know, I love in the Bible where um, you know Job, you know not Job, Job, uh, this man, righteous man, and he's being tested, and in in the season when he lost so many things, and his children and uh, died and, and got, uh, dies, and and his uh, all his flocks and everything destroyed in his difficult place. In that time, his wife says to him, not my wife, his wife said to him, okay, are you still holding on to your integrity? Curse God and die with all the things happened, with all your children being killed and all your flocks and all your property being destroyed and you being sick in your body. Why don't you curse God and die? And he replied to her by saying, you speak as a foolish woman speaks. Should we accept only good from God and not adversity? Look at the comment the Bible makes about uh, a, a statement that makes about Job. Throughout all this, Job did not sin in what he said. In difficulty, he thanked God. He he didn't complain before God, and he accepted even the difficult situation that he was in. And God is calling us, in all circumstances, we give thanks. And how do we do that? And that, that's really the question. It doesn't, this passage doesn't really elaborate. How shall we do this? How do we give thanks to God in all circumstances? And, in, and, and one of the, and I, I didn't put the verses down, but one of the passages we know in the Word of God, we quote often uh, Romans eight twenty eight. And for this we know, we for we know this, that God causes all things to work together, but not for everyone, but to those who love God, to those who are called by according to His purpose. Our God, and and that verse we remember and and memorize. We talk of it, it speaks how we know our God is working causes, even through all our things, to work together for good, that God is in control. God's wisdom, God is for us, God is working with us. God is taking care of, even in our difficult time, God is not absent, God is near, God loves, God delights over us. And we, even those situations, we are able to see, we understand that our God, in, in, in one of the passages in, 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 in I believe, uh, um, First Cor- uh, Corinthians, Apostle Paul says, we, I suffer. Uh, I, I suffer those things, this, this thing saying, and said, I know whom I believe. I know whom I believe. I know he's able to take care of me. We know who we have believed. We know this God is for us. This God who loves us. This God who delights over us. And even through difficult seasons, we are able to give thanks. Now look at this verse again. Uh, why do we give thanks? Why do we? And this verse simply says, why? Because this is God's will for you. This is God's desire for you. This is God's will and purpose for you. In Christ Jesus, that you give thanks, we give thanks in all circumstances. This is God's will for us. Yesterday, we are having a, a Bible study, in-depth Bible study on Daniel chapter nine, as as Daniel was praying uh, for his nation. And I was reminded on one of one of our very beloved passage in the Bible, Jeremiah 29, 11. Most people quote this and know this verse. You know, for I know. The plans that I have for you, says the Lord God. Plans not of calamity, but of your well-being to give you a future. And we know this verse. We know this past. Our God has purpose, plan for our life to give us future and no, hope, not a calamity. What, what our God, God reminded me was the verse right before that, chapter 29 of Jeremiah, verse 10, speaks of what, when the, when that, where, where that verse was given. The verse was given to Israelite when they were in, Exile in Babylon, because of their sin, and by because of God's punishment, there was in exile in foreign land as slaves in Babylon, and to those people God gives a promise and God said, God said, after seventy years which I promised that 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 your, your that place in exile. I will have good thoughts for you, and then God says, "I know the plans I have for you." Even in the midst of all that, they, all they were in because of the sin, because the consequences of what they've done in in exile in, in 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 foreign land. God says, "I have a plan for you. I'm in control. I know what I'm doing. I'm I have a plan to bring you back. I have a plan to uh, restore you. I, I have desire. My plan is to give you future." hope. You know, that's God. Promise God. Promise God what's giving. God said, "It says God says this is God's will for us in Christ Jesus. This is God's desire. God delights. God is delighted when we give thanks." Let me just. Uh A couple of couple places really came to mind, and one of my favorite places in the Bible to speak on on Thanksgiving Day is uh, on the uh, ten lepers who got healed. You know the story about ten lepers. You know, and let me just read that quickly. And uh, and how um, uh, Jesus was on the way to Jerusalem, he was passing between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten lepers, men who stood at a dis- distance, met him. And they raised their voices saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on me. These ten lepers who couldn't be near people. Now heard about Jesus and how He heals, how he teaches, he's a man of God, a servant of God, and and, and, and so they come. While he was on, when he, when he saw them, they come and they asked. They asked, have mercy on me. Jesus saw them. He said to them, go and show yourselves to the priest. As they were going, it's just amazing right there. Jesus sees them and said, go and show yourself to priest. The reason you go yourself to priest is because when you're, when you have disease, like, uh, like leprosy, when you're healed, you show yourself to priest to show that you are healed. Jesus said, go and show yourself to priest. Implying that I will heal you. And he says, and they were going. They didn't see themselves got healed yet. As they were going, the Bible said they were cleansed. As they obeyed what Jesus said, they were cleansed. Miracle happened. Now now one of them, when he saw that he had been healed, turned back glorifying God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face at his feet, giving thanks to him. And And this was the climax. And he was a Samaritan, and so out of the ten who got healed and and, and who was on the way to the to see the high priest, one one of them sees that he's healed. He he turns and comes back. We don't know what happened to the nine. The the older nine was left. He comes back to Jesus and and he falls down and thank God and glorify God and 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 give him thanks. And Jesus says. And he comes back and, and he, and the Bible says he was Samaritan, not one who, he's supposed to be one who does not know God. He's supposed to be one who is half-breed. He's supposed to be a religious person. He is not really people of God. And then Jesus answered and said to him, were there not ten cleansed, healed? But, but the nine, where are they? Was none, no, was no one found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? How is, where is other, other nine? How come only one came back and he even not, not, he's not even a people of God. He is Samaritan. And Jesus said to him, look where we can stand up and go. Your faith has made you where Jesus says, says now and look at it go now and go. And he says, your faith has made you well. Now, actually, that that actually is not, I think, not as a good a translation as it could be. I'm sorry. Yeah. And and he said, and if this is probably a better translation. I will translate it this way. Not, not even though I'm not a scholar. And he said to him, "Stand up and go. Your faith has made you well." The word "made" made well is actually a Greek word that is also for being saved. Literally means, your faith has saved you. Not only was was this uh, Samaritan healed, but now Jesus said, now go, your faith has saved you. He is, not only did he save, he was healed, but he is now a salvation that is in God. I I love this story because it speaks of how, even when God does amazing things in our lives. People are not, not, people are not always thankful, not able to give, stop and give thanks to God. And and then a surprising story is, how is it that one who wasn't expected to give thanks, gave thanks? Are you giving thanks to God in in all the things He has done for you? And the other story that, you know, I I alluded to it already, is Job. You know, Job, you know, you you, you know the story how he lost his health, he lost children and all difficulties in. And he arose, and then then he says right here in Job chapter 1, and then Job arose and tore his robe and shaved his head like mock. And he fell to the ground and worshipped. He said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I shall return there. Lord gave and Lord has Taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Through all this Job did not sin. Nor did he blame God. In difficult time. Horrendous situation. with death of his oldest children. And all his property being destroyed. His health being destroyed. And all the friends and everyone who walks away from him. He is alone in the place. He says. Naked I came, naked I'll return. Lord gave, Lord takes away. I'm gonna bless God. I'm gonna thank God. Even in this place, I am gonna honor God. He didn't complain, nor did he murmur, but he, in that place, he honored God. The Bible said he didn't sin, nor did he blame God. Often in difficult times, it's easy for us to blame. God, why don't you do something? Why, why is what's this? What's going on here? It's easy to complain, easy to not be thankful, easy to murmur and grumble. Are you a grumbler? Are you a person? Are you one who is uh, uh, often thankful? You know, my wife always tells me, "You are always," you know, uh, I'm always criticizing, I'm, I'm, and she says. You don't always have a nice thing to say. And maybe I, may, I think a, a lot of us are in the place where my natural response is not to give thanks first. The natural response is to just, you know, uh, we, we complain first. See the bad things for better than the good. And the, rather than seeing the uh, goodness of things is easy for me to see uh, um, negative things. Are you that kind of person? I am. I, I, I confess. I, I'm, I'm hoping and I'm, try, I'm trusting that God is making me better. But, you know, I, I want to do so much better than that. Anyway, I just I want to be honest. You know, it's easy for us to complain. In the season we are in, it's easy to uh, see the negative things, the difficult things, and complain rather than give thanks. Rather than remember who God is, what He has done, and that He is in control, that He has good things, Plan for my life. So let me ask you what are you giving thanks in this season? What are you giving thanks? And as you take time to think and, and consider and look back this year, what are you thankful for? I wish I can take a mic and ask each and every each one, what are you thankful for this year? What are you what are you giving thanks to God for this year? Anyone? Daniel Key. For what are you giving thanks, Daniel Key? Yeah, of course we should give thanks for our Lord Jesus. His salvation is grace. What are you giving? What are you giving thanks this season? And you stop and remember what look and what, what God has done. We give thanks for what God has done. We also give thanks for what God will do. I remember the number, it was a number of years almost 30 years ago. I remember one, one of our college students was praying you know the meeting and something something she prayed about really stuck to me. She said, God, I we give you. Thanks in advance for things you will do. I remember, I remember that, and I'm like, oh, that was good. I, I don't know if it was the first time I heard it, but that time when she prayed, God, I give you thanks in advance for all the things you will do. We don't, we don't only give thanks for what God has done right now. Even in difficult, we are, we are able to give thanks. Because he is in control, because his purpose and plan for me is good. And I'm, I'm, I'll give thanks for things he will do. For Bible, word of God says clearly we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God. Those are called according to his purpose. Not to everyone. To his sons and daughters who are called by his name, called by his, according to his purpose. God said, I'm, he's working, he's causing all things, even the bad and the ugly, to work all things together for our good. He is for us. Amen. That's why I give thanks, even in difficult situations. So what are you giving thanks in this season? I don't know about you, I prayed many, many weeks, years, for Swami to be healed. And every morning when I come before God and pray, I pray for her. Every time I see any promise in the word of God, I claim for her. And I, we thought at, at a point she was doing better. And and yet, and when she passed away, it was difficult. And I thought God promised he would heal her. And it was difficult. But, but in the midst of all that, I do know one thing. Ultimately, we will all die on this earth. I may it a little longer than the others, but we will uh, ultimately. Our goal is not just here. Our ultimate goal is that we will be with God forever and eternity in His kingdom. That I may be reasonably happy in this life, but I want to be extremely happy in the life to come with our God. I'm not, this world is not my home. My world, my real home is when God brings His kingdom fully, and that's my home. That's my kingdom that I'm looking forward to. Amen? So I do know that God did redeem so me, Even through death, He is with the Father. So what are you giving thanks? I am giving thanks. I'm thanking God in midst of COVID-19 crisis we are in for giving me, giving us a break and a pause i don't know. i, I i'm giving thanks even this season because i think even this coronavirus the crisis we are in i believe god is giving me a break and a uh, and a pause it reminded me and as all, all of you know 5 years ago uh, in, in september i had a stroke and i was uh, i was doing a uh, uh, uh wedding uh, what do you call a uh, rehearsal for a couple who was going to be married on the on Sunday afternoon. So I was uh, doing a wedding rehearsal on Saturday morning, Saturday morning. and in the midst of the uh, wedding rehearsal, uh, you know, and I began to stumble you know and out of no as a spell, and the guy was leading praise you know uh, uh, call him, catch me, Caught me cure, don't fool around. You're scaring me. He thought I was just playing and I was Falling down and and, and and begin to realize how I'm, I'm I'm stuttering, I'm slurring my speech. You know, I, I, my hand, my strength on the left, left hand, left leg went, and you and in the, the the bride wasn't is wasn't is a nurse, and one of the groomsmen was an EMT. They knew right away that I was having a stroke, and they rushed, they called the ambulance, rushed me to the hospital within 30 minutes. And you know, and, and and there was a doctor saying, can you and talking to me, and I don't remember what he said, but one of the things he said, move your leg, and I tried to move my leg. I I was I was doing my best to move my leg, and you will not move. My arm didn't move. I was I was scared in that place, and I had a stroke. You know, and you know, as you know that, um, and because they was able to take me to hospital really quick, they put medicine in, they unblocked the. Yeah, and, and, that, and that 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 blocked uh arteries whatever and, and i was I was out of rehab in the next ten days, fully recovered you know and 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 went through my uh time of you know um, restoration and everything and church gave me three months and our leadership said they said, pastor, Q, we fire you for three months we pay. Don't come. Don't do any work. Go home. Don't don't come. Don't even come to church because we want you to rest and be healed. I remember in that time, in that time, and first month probably was the most difficult because every night when I go to bed, I was having fear of death. And when I, you know, I was having, I was feeling uh, heaviness on my chest every night when I go to bed. I felt like if I sleep now, I'm not going to wake up tomorrow morning. And you know, and, and and so a guy who never had any insomnia had an insomnia. You know, I couldn't sleep. So I had to take all kind of, you know, you know, you know sleeping medicine from melatonin to everything else. Nothing worked. In that time, you know, all through that th- time, it was difficult, but God God rescued me. I was very thankful how he rescued me in that time. But something happened in that, in that, in that time. You know, and I believe God gave me a time, at the time, to do something. And you know, God re- rescued me Three things happen. Now, let, let, before I, let me go, let me go and mention this. You know, in the Bible, there's a word called Selah. And I know, I know, we used to have a little girl named Selah. Selah, uh, is, you find in Psalms about seventy, one, seven plus times in the Psalms, three times the book of Habakkuk. Selah is a word is used. It means pause. It can mean, it says, it says they still do not know what that really means. They're still debating. One of the meaning is, uh, to pause or rest for musicians in up of singing and whatever instrument, whatever it might be. Second meaning is pause to praise or lift up the one to whom the Psalm was written. It's pause to praise or lift up the one to whom the Psalm was written. This is really meaning that comes from the Habakkuk. I really believe that God was really giving A time of break here. Let me look. Let me see. Psalm six 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 four. All the earth will worship you, will sing praises to you. They will sing praises to your name, Selah. We we just see as a pause. But an, an amplified version, loud version says in this way. All the earth shall bow down to you and sing praises to you. The bracket means they added the words to make it more clear. And they shall praise your name in song, Selah. Pause, and calmly think of that. I think Amplified Version did right. Selah means not only means pause, break, to be, be break to thank God. Think of calmly think of what's happening to, to the one who is uh, that we are singing to. In that. I believe God has given us in this season, in this COVID-19 crisis season, three things. Time to reflect, review, and evaluate. Third, make resolve. So what happened to me after the stroke? It gave me a time to see, look, remember what, what, what was happening in my life. I realized I'm, a, I'm not a, as strong as I thought. I'm not as healthy as I thought. I realized I'm not going to live forever. I came to realities of my life. I began to reflect the life is short. This life, you know, know, life doesn't, and I begin to see the meaning of this life and a lot of different important truth about in this life. See, reflect the life realities and lessons in life. Some of the lessons such as, Gospel page, sorry. Life is short. I realized at that time, you know, I may not live that long. I, I thought I would live forever, don't you? You know, and, and I realized death is certain and sure. Health is wealth. Tomorrow is not promised, is not guaranteed. Eternity, I need to think about eternity not my granddaughter, but eternity. And am I ready to meet my God? Am I ready to see Him? All these things in that time made me to reflect my life. Second thing that happened was that um, review and reevaluate my life, my relationship with God. In that time, after the stroke, second thing that happened was, I reevaluate, God, am I doing okay? How am I doing with you, God? Not only see the realities of life, begin to see my relationship with God. How am I doing it, God? How am I standing before you, oh God? Time to reevaluate. Time to review my walk with God. Third thing that happens, and I think it's happening right now is, and then make a resolve, make a resolution to make changes, any necessary and significant changes In my life, in order to glorify God, glorify Jesus. The third thing thing that happened was, now I need to make resolutions. What can I change? What what differences can I make in my life so that I can honor God, can give glory to God? I believe in this crisis, God is giving us a break and pause. The first to reflect, second to review, third to uh, resolve, to make significant, important changes that we could Honor God better. We could uh, uh, give God the glory. What are some resolve that uh, that I, I made in this season? You know, it's, if uh, per, personally go back my my, my after the stroke, the three things I did. I had to become medicine compliant. I did to do what do whatever what doctor gave me to take. I changed my lifestyle. I I began to eat differently, you know, exercise. And I get to um, I might change my sleeping style, sleep, sleeping habits. Because you you do what doctor tell you to do and you change your lifestyle. It's not only doing medicine, but you change my lifestyle and keeping myself healthy. And I have to do things. I need to learn to live differently, be healthy. And now in this season we are in Christ, I'm giving thanks to God. Because in this season, God has given us a break and a pause. In the, even if it is difficult to review, reflect, and see realities and lessons of life. Secondly, to review how I'm with God. Third, that I could res- make resolve to make different, significant, important differences, changes that I need to make in my life that I may glorify God. What are some changes? I know, I know for me, I resolved that I would pray more diligently and faithfully for myself and hope and beyond. Secondly, I resolved to share boldly, unshamedly, without shame, the gospel of Jesus Christ to others when given the opportunity. Third, the resolve that I made was, myself was that I will love deeply and genuinely and practically with the compassion and kindness of Christ, with all my neighbors. And and probably there are other resolve, resolves that I need to make and changes I need to make in my life. I really believe God has given us in this time, season, a break and a pause, to look at God and be able to uh, walk with God right, so that we can refocus or even reset for New Year to come. Our life. We focus and reset. I'm almost done. The first thing can come. Now in this season, in this time, what are you, for what are you giving thanks to God? What are you giving thanks? I do believe that God has given us a season. And time, even a difficult time. I'm able to give thanks because he has given us a break and a pause to reflect, review, and resolve. I would love to hear what you are thankful for this season, and I, I think it'll be great if we, it'll, be, it'll be great if we actually we can share with one another, and it'll be, I think it'll be helpful. it'll be blessing. Maybe you should put a, a, a entry in our. A Facebook a group page, private page, and I see people write some of the uh, things you are thankful for. God says, "In all, God commands us in all things, in all circumstances, give thanks to God, for it is God's will for you in Christ Jesus." Let's come to God in prayer. Father, we love you. We honor you. We give you glory. We give you thanks in good. And in bad and difficult seasons, no matter what, we look to you and we give you thanks. Because we know who you are. We know your great love. Your power and your mercy you bestow upon us. That you are our God. You are are our Redeemer. You are our, our Savior. You are our strength. We give you thanks. We give you glory, God. Help us, God, in all seasons to be thankful to honor you and give you glory God thus declaring that you are good that you are good all the time but I pray for Father each and every one of us to hear God your people God that even in difficult season we will choose to give you thanks and see who you are and love you and give you glory God thank you Father for this season even the crisis we are going through, God, giving us this season and give, even through this, this season, giving us time and a pause and a break. Reflect, review, and resolve that we may, our lives may be focused in you and give you glory, God. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray.